T.B. Wahid, Black Living Room Talk. I am reading Reparations and the African-Centered Curriculum by Dr. Conrad W. Worrell, who holds a Ph.D. He is the National Chairman of the National Black United Front, NBUL. Embedded in this article is The Miseducation of the Negro, the book by Carter J. Woodson. I hope that you will enjoy this this article, this information. This is Black Living Room Talk, where we have conversation, stories, and information. I hope all is well with you in these trying times. Part of our repair, as an African people, in the continued struggle is the continued struggle to organize in order to challenge the teaching of African and Africans in America history in the public schools of America. This should be high on the agenda of the reparations movement. The teaching of African and Africans in America history and public schools. Throughout the development of education in the Western world, the idea of transmitting knowledge has been done through what is called a curriculum. It is through this curriculum that people are taught the values, concepts, principles, and theories that undergird the basic philosophy of any agreed-upon knowledge. This agreed-upon knowledge is called a discipline. In the late 1960s, the Black Liberation Movement charged American educational institutions as being racist and white supremacists. One of the movements that developed as a result of these charges was the call for a more accurate and thorough recognition of the contributions of Africans in America and African people worldwide to be included in the curricula of elementary, secondary, and higher education. This movement became known as the Black Studies Movement. Throughout America, particularly on college campuses and high schools, battles unfolded for the revision of curricula that were racist in their interpretations of history and its impact on African people. Excuse me. <clears throat> the demands of the Black Liberation Movement were so forceful in some instances, buildings were seized by students demanding black studies be taught at their schools. That many universities began to develop black studies programs. On the secondary and elementary level, in many school districts throughout the United States, task forces were developed to study, evaluate, and recommend changes in public school curricula regarding the contributions and history of African people in the world. It has been well over 30 years since this call was made for black studies and since the first 
black program was established at San Francisco State University after months of intense battle with university officials by African and America students. During this current climate of so-called educational reform, very little discussion has taken place regarding the continued racism and white supremacy of, of American public school curricula. The great movement of the 1960s and 70s put the issue of black studies on the American agenda, but like many issues of the 1960s, they have either fallen by the wayside or have been put on the back burner. The concern has shifted from what is being taught to African and America children to the problems with skill development in reading and math. There must be a balance in our concerns, not just regarding skill development, but for what is taught. To have African and America children skilled and proficient at reading and math, but have but having no idea of who they are or from where they came will repeat the historical errors of education that Carter G. Woodson so insightfully discusses in his 1933 publication, Miseducation of the Negro. We must not abandon the struggle to demand that the public school curricula in America be changed to reflect an accurate interpretation of the history, culture, and contributions of African people in math, science, language, arts, art, and social studies. At the ninth National Convention of the National Black United Front in 1988 in Kansas City, Missouri, the decision was made to place education as a major priority in our national plan of action in the work that NBUF carries out in all of its chapters. NBUF drew on the success of the Portland chapter members of NBUF who were able to organize the African in America community in Portland to demand significant changes be made in what is called the baseline areas of the curriculum as it relates to African people. Some of the best African minds in the world, such as our distinguished ancestor, Dr. John Henry Clark, and Dr. Asa G. Hilliard III were brought in as consultants to help rewrite the curriculum of the Portland Public Schools. This document has become known as the Portland Model and has been implemented selectively in, in other school districts around the country, particularly in cities where there are NBUF chapters. However, we are still at the embryonic stages of its implementation. NBUF maintains that the issue of education, when properly approached, is a mass issue that, when won, will have a mass impact on the minds of millions of black youth and thousands of black youth locally. Portland NBUF has demonstrated that a well-organized black community behind a core of dedicated NBUF members can force local school boards to adopt an African-centered program of curriculum change along with other changes that will be called for in each locality. For the sake of our children, we must take on this challenge 
as we continue to build the reparations movement. Reparations and the African-Centered Curriculum. This article was by Dr. Conrad W. Wall. Please continue to tune in with me, T.B. Waheed, where we learn everyday new things and where we conversate, have information, and stories. Peace, love, and light.